It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Hello, gang. No matter where in the world you might be. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for making the Highbury Squad part of your day. What a great way to end the week. We get to talk about this fella. Let's roll. Mind the gap between the train and the platform. Please stand clear of the discussion doors. The next stop is Highbury Squad. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a, another live edition of the Highbury Squad. It's been a few days. Most of you will be listening on replay. Many of you watching the World Cup or out on a Friday night. The great thing about this show, it's going to be evergreen because we're talking <laughs> goalkeepers. <laughs> and joining me for episode two of the Goalkeeper Show, episode one was all about Aaron Ramsdale. Episode two is all about the American Matt Turner. And joining me once again is very good friend of mine we've been talking football for 10 years and it is the founder of you are my arsenal mr michael price welcome to squad central hey how are you sophie how are you thank you for having me i'm i'm loving it i love i love the fact that we get to talk about my favorite position so yes and he's talking football all right everyone yes. so don't, don't go down that road it's a good job <laughs> newman and ty Ebon in chat um so they missed that one uh, by the way, squaddies at ease. Good evening to each and every yeah, one yeah. of you. Hope you are all well and have had an epic week. Thank you so much. The usual suspects in the house. We've got Greek commander, aka Universal Greek, changed his name to reflect his beloved Washington team. Uh, Carol <laughs> is in the house. Tammy's in the house. Uh, boys in the house with a quite big, big statement here coming in hot right from the top we've got lynn in the house as well so hello everyone thanks for joining us and as i said for those of you the majority that will be listening on replay many many thanks to you too it is christmas very quick housekeeping items because we haven't been live on air for four days uh, of course as you know during the show and after on show days we did something special yesterday but you get 30 percent off the zenith coin the official licensed partner of our beloved Arsenal Football Club, HS30, use the code and get 30% off during the show today and after the show as well. Get shopping for yourself if you fancy stuffing your own stocking or Mike if they fancy stuffing someone else's stocking, <laughs> then, you know, the, the coin really, really works. And keep those nominations coming in for this puppy as well. As you know, Super Kev and I are the gift that keeps on giving this holiday season. Um, nominate someone special, thehybridsquad at gmail.com for our exclusive limited edition Hybrid Squad coin, which you cannot buy anywhere, but we are loving giving it out to very many special people in our community, Mike. There you go. Right. And of course, our store was kicked off uh, yesterday, our holiday store. So 20% off, use code Vinny. I'm going to put everything in the descriptions, everything in the links, and all the money that we raise over the holidays goes to Gunas V Cancer and nice. to artists in our community. So please make sure you go visit our store and check out all the new swag. Speaking of someone with swagger during this World Cup is our guy. That's right, Mr. Matt Turner. Um, someone who you and I have spoken about mm -hmm. uh, previously and someone who we touched on a little bit in that first episode when we were talking yep. about um, Senor Ramsdale. I just want to fire this off to you first. Go. And then what I'm going to do, Mike, is I'm going to play two questions for you from Super Kev, 
-hmm. which is going to help us move our needle forward conversation wise. Okay. Okay. Let's go. So you actually sent me a picture um, of Matt in his super early days, and we're going to get to this because this is epic. But not so long ago, Matt Turner was voted um, in the not so top 10 for ESPN Sports Center's highlights. Right. And it was because he had made a massive faux pas at Fairfield University. It was a long Mm -hmm. shot, Mike, and it came at him, hit the crossbar. He missed it, hits his chest, goes in, Mm -hmm. and it was one of those that ESPN Mm -hmm. picks up and says, look at this poor guy. (laughs) And and really, though, from that moment, he had to rebuild his reputation right as a as a goalkeeper mm-hmm. so i'm going to i'm going to give you these a little bit too before we get to kev's question all right so a few years after that he finds himself of course uh, playing in the usl he moves to new england gets a loan move but here's what i want people to know before we swing into kev's questions so the only goal that he's conceded in the world cup is a penalty from gareth bale no right. goals conceded from open play. Some folks think that his saves from Mason Mount and Ben Davies saved the U.S. in I those agree. games. Absolutely yep. 100% goals, people are saying. He has two clean sheets, same as uh, was, who's having a pretty good tournament. Alison Becker, Jordan Pickford, and I think Andres uh, um, Noport, mm-hmm. sorry, right. the Dutch goalkeeper. Yep. Uh, another thing, too, of the goalkeepers in the World Cup, Turner's shot stopping is the best of 53 goalkeepers in Qatar. And that is based on data from Optar from yeah. the previous four years as well. So I didn't know there's no doubt that since he signed for the Arsenal, he has evolved. The question is how much has he evolved and how is that going to affect the Gunners going forward? So there's my opening a little. I'm going to play mm-hmm. questions and then we go from there. All right. Everyone, get ready. Sophie, squaddies, Mike, I hope you're well. Sorry I can't be with you, but let's go. At ease. Got a a, a quick question for you, Mike. Just a two-part question um, on Matt Turner. Obviously, you've followed him a lot more than we have. And I think there's still... Some fans ain't convinced on him because they haven't seen a lot of him, but he's doing a good job in the World Cup, isn't he? So... Number one, first part of the two-part question is what's what's his mentality like as a as a football player and a goalkeeper, and two, how big is his talent? How big is his ceiling? Um, do you reckon in the game? Anyway, a mustache. Look after yourselves. Take good care, squaddies. Look after yourself, Mike. Sophie, squaddies, at ease, at ease. <laughs> well, those are some those are some great questions. Um, let's actually go back a little bit. Let's take that first question, the mentality, because I think more than anything that this is why he was brought to Arsenal. And for, I don't know, for the overseas listeners that aren't familiar with U.S. college soccer, I think you got to understand his journey. First of all, he starts at 16. He decides to dedicate himself to soccer at 16. In the current U.S. soccer environment, that is unheard of for someone to go from that age group, literally two years from college, and walk onto a Division One 
soccer program. Now, Fairfield is not one of the large powerhouses in terms of Division I soccer. And again, if you're not familiar with U.S. college soccer, Division I is the highest level of college soccer. Most of the MLS pros are recruited or drafted from the MLS, from Division One soccer. It's a rarity mm. to see anybody come out of Division Two, Division Three. Fairfield is a small school in the in the realm of Division One soccer. So he walks on, which is unheard of because even even the small D one schools are signing their players from big level production clubs. So step um, Zach Steffen came from the club that my my oldest son went to, FC Delco. Okay. Uh, there's clubs like that all around or the MLS Academy. And, and Mike, just for some who may not know, Zach Steffen was the backup goalkeeper to Edison right. at Manchester City, you guys, for a couple of seasons. Right. He was also, prior to Turner, he was the number one goalkeeper. One. Right. So um, so he walks on to Division One school, goes and plays, has that foul up that was broadcast everywhere and ESPN Sports Center was at one point the biggest evening sports show there was so he got broadcast everywhere manages to graduate from Fairfield doesn't get drafted goes to USL2 which is that picture you showed right and then manages to walk on and earn a spot at the Rebs and becomes during his time at the Rebs everybody called him the best shot stopper in the league. He became the best shot stopping goalkeeper in the league. Um, and from like a period of like 2018 to 2022, the stats basically until he left the stats bear that up. And when you consider that um, the Philadelphia Union have arguably the best goalkeeper in uh, Andre, um, that's a lot to say about a goalkeeper. So we knew what we know about him in terms of his mentality is that this is a guy who just go, he's so mentally strong to have that moment at Fairfield happen to mm. you and then turn it around and now find yourself at one of the biggest clubs in the world says a lot about his mentality. And I think that they saw the, I, my, my basic assumption is they saw the mentality. They saw the shot stopping ability, which I think they considered to be, they must have considered it on par with Burnt Leto because that's what Burnt Leto was really good at, shot stopping, mm -hmm. right? And But I think it's the mentality that they really signed him for. When you think about the, the culture that, um, that Arteta is trying to build, there is a mentality about that. And actually, in the Washington Post, there's an interview with Turner, and he talks about the, 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 the mistakes he makes at training at Arsenal and how Arteta is just telling him, working him to kind of get through it. I need you to get past it, get past it. And, and they're really harping on the mental side of the game. I think that that's what they saw in him. And I think that that's why they, in, in terms of his mentality, I think it's rock solid. I think that's what's going to make him a standout player. Um, and I think he's, it's, it's, he's only going to get better because he just believes in himself. And that's a position that really you have to be mentally strong. Take mm -hmm. any of these three World Cup games against England. He didn't see many shots. He didn't. He saw one shot in, against Iran, Iran, and he saw I think three shots um, against uh, Wales. But when he needed to stay focused and tied in, he did, and he made critical saves. The the header from Ben Davies. 
He makes that save on Ben Davies. He pushes it right over the top of the bar. And then he gets down to his right on that shot from um, Mason Mount. And I think, you know, you don't, you always worry about a goalkeeper sometimes when they're, when play isn't really happening for them, can they be locked in? And he's shown himself to just be absolutely locked in. So in terms of his mentality, I think it is probably outside of his shot stopping ability, his, his number one, um, his biggest asset. Mm-hmm. And so then, so do you want me to go into the, the, yeah, the, the I was just going to, I was just going to yeah. add to the, the, in the, the, the bit you mentioned about Arteta, cause that's really important. And, um, we did a show on this, talked about it after he did the interview where Arteta spoke and he spoke about Arteta pertaining to the mistakes that you talked about. And he said that Arteta continues to put him in uncomfortable positions mm-hmm. and wants him to take risks and they'll deal with the mistakes in training and that he's learned and grown so much from being outside of his comfort zone. And the fact that Arteta is pushing him and it says a lot about the coach and it also says a lot about the players, right? That he wants them to be uncomfortable in training. He wants to put them in positions that they might find themselves in games, of course, but that as a coach, he's willing and he knows and you know, you coach Mike. That those those are the moments you're going to learn from the most. So I just wanted to add that because yeah, those those two interviews kind of dovetailed into each other. And I said, yeah. I think said a lot. Let me read this to you because I have it right here. He says, "I gave away the ball. I sort of showed that I was frustrated and upset. Arteta shoved me and basically was like, I don't want to see that. I don't like that reaction. I want to see you pick yourself up and keep going.' And that and he says that really set the tone for me, for my mentality within the club." And to just keep going no matter what. And I think that's easy for him, though, because he's kept going no matter what in every phase of his career. So I think mm-hmm. in terms of his mentality, I think he's absolutely the type of player. And I think that I think as much as a professional as Burnt Leto was, I don't think Leno really felt that he needed to fight for his spot. And right. I think I think um, I think Turner is going to fight for every minute that he plays and he's going to push. Aaron Ramsdale to be better as well. Right. And Mike, I think that the, the mental strength that comes from him, you know, there are certain players, you know, I love the in Wright story. Jamie Vardy has a really great football story. You know, when you think about that, Matt only started playing when he was in high school, um, you go through a difficult moment in college. And sometimes guys, you make a mistake in college, there are scouts or there are teams or there are that won't see you the same again. It's very difficult to overcome those. But also what I do love about that college spirit and vibe is that you can overcome them if you're surrounded mm-hmm. by the right coaches right. in the school and all that that type of stuff, Mike. You know you've got two boys who play the game and one in college right now um, You know who's trying to do bits as well. So that's the part I really like is yeah. that he's had to – graft his way to North London. Mm-hmm. It has not been an easy journey. And it, that I think is one of the most impressive things about him up here. here, here here's the thing here. I, I want to read you this quote from his coach at Fairfield, Carl Reese. He goes, honestly, it's not crazy to me to see Matt Turner doing what he's doing. If you get to know him, he's a mental giant. He's got the athletic tools and the commitment and the tactical noose now to play at the very top level. That idea of a mental giant, Think about all the other players that Arteta is bringing into this squad. Their intelligence, their IQ, right, is is significant, 
right? And he's adding to that even in the backup roles. And I really do think we're seeing a, a, a definite progression in Matt Turner to the point where he's – I don't know. I, I'm, I'm still not sold that he's going to push Ramsdale out, right? I don't think get he's to that. There. We'll get to that at the end. Don't, okay. don't touch All right. it. Okay. But I think th there's enough that I've seen already to show how much the training at Arsenal has impacted him. Because what I'm seeing in the World Cup, uh, you know, as we loaded in, Sophie, um, uh, as we were talking kind of as we were loading into this, mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I, I said, you know, there's just I, I didn't I was concerned at the preseason. Right. I, I had he just didn't look like he was getting his feet underneath him. The the distribution wasn't solid. Um, and he let in some goals that I thought he may have been able to save. But again, it was preseason, so you don't know. Fast forward to now. Um, the World Cup, I think the one thing that's really amazed me about the World Cup is that his distribution looks fantastic. I mean, it and it's clear um Inaki's training is coming through to him because the, he was doing some of those side, what I call sidewinder kicks, you know, to get to the ball out wide that you see Ramsdale do all the time. Right. So that's, that's obviously something they're training at Arsenal training. Cause he, I've never seen him do that. And his distribution out of his hands, his play with his feet um, has all been solid. And I think that's, that's an improvement in just mm -hmm. his short time at Arsenal so far. Um, Mike, would you say too, because one of the things I commented, especially in from the Europa League post-game shows that we had done, was his distribution with his arm, I find really impressive. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you've seen in the World Cup too? Or yeah. is that something that you think I'm talking out my backside? Or no. do you see? Because I thought it was, when, as, when people talk about his feet, and of course his feet aren't as good as Ramsdale's, but when you talk about his arm and his distribution... And sometimes it can be just as effective differently. Talk talk me through that a little bit. I think that he's actually a quick thinker when it comes to that and feels really, really comfortable. Yeah, his his first instinct his first instinct with the ball in his hand is to look for somebody running out out high and wide. He's making that look. That is literally, if you see him come to the top of the box, that's his first look. His first look is to see, can I can I lead with my throw? Now, and here's another thing. Here's so again for followers that are not US based. One of the things that I think that makes us produce good goalkeepers is the fact that we do focus on a multi-sport culture here, right? So if you ever mm. listen to Landon Donovan or Mia Hamm talk about the other sports that impacted their soccer careers, they talk about basketball, right? Both Mia Hamm and they profusely talk about it impacting their success in soccer. The sport that, that, um, that Turner played before he committed to soccer was baseball. So think about that quick release of the arm, the ability to get the arm over the head. So, you know, you're, you're, it's a, it, mm. it's, it, he's got that arm speed from baseball. So he gets that ball out pretty quickly. He can get out there and he it's, it, it's, if you've ever watched a baseball game, you've ever watched an outfielder try and get the ball from the outfield to home plate. It's that same kind of mechanics to some extent. Obviously, you're holding the ball differently and and whatnot. So he gets a quick release off of his ball. I really think it's it's an unsung thing that he has in him. Um, and yeah, there was a couple instances where he was looking for for Weah out wide. He looked for Weah and Pulisic yeah. immediately with that ball out wide to try and and uh, especially against England. You saw that a lot against England because obviously, I think the game plan 
Berhalter was employing was to sit back and play counter. And that's where that kind of distribution from the hands can be really important. If you're trying to get that, that, that counter started quickly, get that ball out of the hands quickly and into the wide spaces. And he, he, he was looking to do it and he did it a few times and it's really good to see. It's really striking. Yeah. And I know, I noticed that when we were playing away in, in those games and by the way, you guys, um, also in you know we're talking about not conceding a goal from open play uh in the world cup mike in the europa league he has not conceded a goal mm -hmm. from open play has he no he hasn't in both the world cup and open play and europa cup and world cup he has not conceded a goal from open play now you know me i'm a big goalkeeper guy but i also you mm -hmm. also have to kind of give the structure that's around that goalkeeper but the goalkeeper impacts that structure right? The goalkeeper, the intangibles we look for when we're assessing goalkeepers in any environment is not only their technical ability, but their ability to actually organize and assess threats and get their back line moving. And I think he's obviously, he's probably more comfortable doing that with his U.S. counterpart simply because of no language issues. But, um, I think that's part of it. I think he organizes pretty well. I think both him and Ramsdale organize very well. They do tend to hold their players accountable if there's a mistake in front of them. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't see I, I don't see either of them making too many technical mistakes leading to goals. There are a couple times where he I I think oh I can't remember the game where it was he it looked like he got caught a little bit on the island. It may have been against Wales, and I can't remember where he was out out of his box and. Did I like? If not for it good happened defending, in, it happened in Denmark. To, uh, not it happened against um, was it Zurich or Bodo, uh, where he came out of the box, but he handled it quite well. Yeah, a uh, yeah. few few yards outside of the outside, outside of the penalty box. But to have the confidence to yeah. do that, um, I think is important as well. Mm -hmm. Well, it goes back. I, it goes back to what we talked about with Ramsdale. And, and my, one of my son's first goalkeeper coaches that I, you know, so I try not to coach my sons. Um, <laughs> one of his first goalkeeper coaches told, told me, he goes, one thing I like about Andrew, he has just the right amount of crazy to be a goalkeeper. And that's what you need. Those moments where they come out, that's bravery because a couple, so many different things can happen and you have to be sh assured of yourself coming out of that, in that situation. So. Right. And you, you mentioned the shot stopping and I mentioned the Opta thing and you can't read it here, but guys, just Google shot stopping performance since 2018 Opta and you'll find this wow. very interesting graphic, um, really great stuff. And at the top of that tree is Matt Turner and that that um, that stat I gave to you was pertaining to, um, to his shot stopping. So go check that out because it really is uh -huh. very interesting. Um, I want to put this up for you because I think it dovetails into you answering Kev's second question. Mm -hmm. um, let me see if I can just find it here. Just saved it. Okay, from Raybeam. A really positive sign is his massive improvement in a short space of time. He's obviously a quick study, which Arteta loves. That is very true. Mm -hmm. Martinelli and White, similar in being good students. Mm -hmm. And this is the part where I feel like where Kev says he's not sure he's ready to take over from Ramsdale. And I always find it interesting that goalkeepers, in terms of taking over a position, a little bit like the NFL and quarterback, it seems it's such a higher job to get mm -hmm. someone out of their job than it is, for example, Tommy Yasu keeping Kieran Tierney out of the left-back 
left back position, even if right. Zinchenko is injured, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I, I love this comment. And then your answer to Kev's second question that will kind of lead us more into the FA Cup's going to pick up, right? In that round of 16, is it going to be Matt? Is it going to be Ramsdale? But let's get to Kev's second question. So I, I think the ceiling is 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 it. I mean, you only need to look at his development from Fairfield to now to know that he's got a significant ceiling of ability. And I I think you're right. I think it's very hard to displace a goalkeeper. And, and let's let's be honest. I don't think Ramsdale has played poorly at all. You know, he's got I, it's like twelve clean sheets this season. Exactly, or something. and that's not what we're talking about right. at all. Yeah. No, so it's 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 hard to say he's going to display. You know. He, so you're right. It's gonna. It's a long time coming. I love the quarterback analogy because you're right. Quarterbacks hardly ever. It, it just comes down to injury, right? Uh, Martinez gets his ability to take us into the FA Cup finals because of Leno, who was right. at that point that Leno got injured. At the point that Leno got injured that year, Leno was our player of the year. He, he was and Aubameyang were, were were saving us. Yes, yes, they were literally. Mm -hmm. So, so I, I, you know, I think he's got such a tremendous opportunity in the FA cup. I would, I, I will not be surprised if he's our FA cup goalkeeper. I will not be surprised if he is our, I, obviously I think he stays in the Europa league. I think he's not done a thing wrong in the Europa league. And I think, um, or, you know, I, you're going to play that you, you play him until you don't need him. And frankly, given how fast and furious the games are going to be coming to close out this season, I don't think he's going to, keep Ramsdale playing multiple games if he doesn't need to. So um, FA Cup and Europa League, I think he's definitely um, there. And I think he, you know, I think given what I've seen so far in the, in the World Cup, I think he could be a reason why we go deep in, in each mm -hmm. of those competitions, because, you know, you, you said it about the England game, that Mason Mount shot that he saves down and low to his right. I've seen other goalkeepers let that goal in, right? That he makes that goal, that that goal was at 45 minutes plus two of the first half. How What's the old adage, you know, if you let up a goal just before the half ends, right? It breaks mm -hmm. your – that would have broken the American spirit at that point, right? To, to really be the better team up until that moment and then concede a goal. So he, he gets called on against a good young player in Mason Mount. So – you know, mm -hmm. you need a goalkeeper like that. You need a goalkeeper like that who can make, who you may not see a lot. And then suddenly when he needs to, needs to make a save and he makes the save. And I love what you've just said in that Arsenal in their rebirth in Arsenal 2.0 are acquiring players with much more mental right. strength, different right. attitude, DNA player profile, but also, um, you know, you, you talk about kind of his growth mm -hmm. and and that we're actually seeing that. Now, I right. don't think we saw it in Arteta's early tenure because he just didn't have the right players. Right. You know, but there's no doubt that he's improved. There's no doubt that Gabriel's improved. There's no doubt that, you know, Martinelli has improved. Xhaka has improved. Maybe that's more a position than versus the actual talent mm -hmm. that he had. But that's the key thing. And what I like, too, is the preparedness. So when these players are coming in to dovetail what you go to riff off what you just said, is that, you know, coming in, it's daunting. I don't care what anyone says. He may speak the same language, but, you know, 
when you go from playing in MLS to Arsenal, the leap is massive. And that's mm -hmm. no disrespect to MLS. Huh. When you go from even, let's say Mudrick comes, it's going to be very different, you know, and I'm not saying, you know, Shakhtar isn't, a, that don't have great facilities right, and all these right, amazing right. things because they do. And, but the jump, and Kevin always mm -hmm. says it's like the the badge, the the weight that the badge carries. Right. But the players that we've got, Mike, and even he, when they come in, they seem prepared. And that's the part where I give Arteta it, and his staff credit because it, the reason they're prepared is because they're being well drilled behind the scenes. I think I, it's, I don't know that it's always well prepared because I think it's players that are coachable, players that are open oh. and receptive to being coached by his by Arteta that have that are going look Arteta is looking to mold these players into the players he needs them to be so they're looking for a specific profile and what I'm sure if I was looking at the whatever assessment forms um I I, I would say that coachability is something that comes out for these players Can, am I going to would you say Ronaldo's coachable no I don't think so not not the current version of Ronaldo right and that's that that that's that's an extreme there, but that that's I'm trying to make a point. No, you but the want, flip side is Messi still is. Right. Exactly. Messi still shows himself to be a coachable player. Right. Um you want players that you can help develop and that when they develop, they they rise up, that they're always hungry, that they always want to learn, that they're just receptive sponges. You know, you say you hear the phrase, I just want them to be a sponge. I love so. I recently, um, I've taken a coaching turn. I'm coaching girls now. And one of the things I, I'm, I'm coaching U12 girls in the U.S. Olympic development program. And the one thing, one thing I love about these young ladies is that they are just so open to being coached. They just mm -hmm. want to learn the game. And that's what I think that the players at Arteta are bringing. These guys, these guys want to work hard. They want to achieve something. They're bright, they're intelligent, and they're coachable. And I think that's the most important thing yeah. that, that really just, he's looking for. Just in case you guys missed episode one of the Goalkeeper Show or haven't seen Mike on our shows before, he is a goalkeeping trainer, coach. I mean, he's very well seasoned on the scene here in the United States. Goes to all of the big conferences where people like Wenger come to here in the States. Um, talks to coaches all the time, is in very much ingrained in the goalkeeping community uh, here. So uh, please do go give him a follow at You Are My Arsenal and check out his blog because he's got a great team of people who really do the nuts and bolts. Uh, they love the tactical side of it, the X's and O's, and the characteristics, you know, of a player. And I wanted to get stuck into that a little bit too with you um, here because one of the things I think winning is hard no matter where in the world you play. And I know that some fans all poo-poo the fact that, you know, Matt Turner has won the, the, the trophies that he has. But with that same token, Ramsdale hasn't won any, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and there are lots of players in our team that have won and haven't, and in many teams. What I like about, though, his story and his journey after, you know, the Richmond Kickers uh, loan spell, uh, winning the Supporters Shield at New England Re Revolution, just so you guys know, that's like winning the league in MLS. It just so happens that after that they do playoffs because that's American sports. But he won, for example, MLS. It's two right. two conferences, but the Supporters Shield is the team that has the most points of anyone, and he won that under Bruce Arena, who is the Sir Alex Ferguson coach of American uh, of American football. All right. Um, 
Well, he is. I mean, Bruce Arena I mean, is the. It's a good. It's yeah, 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 yeah. Around here, yeah. yeah. But you know, so people can understand a little bit. But to dovetail that, he won the gold cup with the U.S. men's national team. Um, I can't remember if Zach Steffen was injured then and couldn't play. I just think yes, that Zach Steffen was just what we hadn't made the switch completely from Zach Steffen to Turner at that yes. point. Yes, right. So. Um, he also won the Golden Glove in that tournament. He was part of the best 11. Uh, he won. Uh, he was part of MLS All-Star. He was the MVP at MLS All-Star. Uh, so he's got that experience being in really big games. Uh, and, you know, Copa America winning the Gold Cup. Um, he was part of CONCACAF's uh, Gold Cup tournament team as well, you guys. Just so you know, it's like winning, winning the Euros or Copa America. It is the North American version of that. And he had a fantastic tournament. He really did. So I like he comes with, even though it's maybe on a smaller scale in terms of what the rest of the right. world may think or see, Mike, he's been a competitor for a very, very mm -hmm. long time now. Right. So I want you to talk to me a little bit about what you've seen. So we've said shot stopping is good. What about now aerially? The, the things that Pete, we've talked about, you know, the distribution with the feet, the mm -hmm. arms. What is the next phase? What are you seeing? What do you want to see um, from Matt Turner? And why can't he, if he comes, let's say the U.S. go deep into the World Cup, Aaron Ramsdale won't play because Pickford's going to play. But let's Which say he crime. takes, yeah, well, let's say he takes the U.S. deep into the tournament. He comes back. I think Mikel Arteta's like, you did that for the U.S. It's not for Arsenal. We move mm -hmm. on. This is the team. Yeah. But it's going to do him the world of good. What is the next phase because he does like lynn said in the chat he loves being at the club he's there I to stay as long as he can uh, you know you you want to see what happens if ramsdale were to get injured in league play and, and i don't want i'm saying i don't want ramsdale to get injured i'm saying because that environment is completely different that premier league look if you if, you, if you've not been one that's been fortunate enough to see a premier league game live even against the worst teams, it's the most brutal league in the world in terms of its pace and, and what it demands of its players. And it's going to demand something different from Matt Turner than the Europa League, the World Cup, and everything else that he's faced. And, and look, he could go deep in the World Cup, and that's going to be a pressure cooker completely different to anything he's ever done before. But, this, I mean, imagine, imagine being a goalkeeper that has to face down some of the best strikers in the world on a weekly basis, right? Mm -hmm. um, you've you, you've got to be prepared, and I think he can rise to that occasion. We talked about his mentality. I think he definitely has the mentality to do it. It's just going to demand different from him. But you know, the thing about it is, I think he's going to absolutely um, grab that bull by the horns when that opportunity comes, and he's going to do as well as he can do and I, I mean based on based on what we see from him every time he's challenged he he does well you know and you go back to your qb analogy sophie what happens when the qb gets hot that qb that subbed in stays in mm -hmm. you know if, if he if, if he gets in for whatever reason to the league play and he's playing well i don't see arteta making a change you know, our, yeah. and, and and look, Arteta has been pretty clear. He wants players that push each other, that compete against each other, and that are that that really just help develop a winning mentality. And he will, if there's a if there's a need to swap out Ramsdale for Turner, uh, you know, 
and he, I, I think he'll rise to that occasion. I think he'll do well. Um, I think he, I, I personally think he gives us a better option as a number two than Burnt Leno did. I, mm. I love, and, I, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a person who, I did, I love Burnt Leno. I thought Burnt Leno was a great signing for us. But I think, I think we now have two goalkeepers that honestly give us the best strength we've had in that position since Seaman and Jens. You know, well, I think yeah, that's, it's. It, it, see, it seems, Mike, that the goal here has always been, we've always said, if only our midfield and our back line and our goalkeeping situation could be as good as that champagne football, that creativity that we've seen over the years. Mm-hmm. And my goodness, we've done that at the, on that back line, haven't we? And now we have options and versatility, not square peg round holes, but hybrid players who are very talented that can play in multiple positions, but with mm-hmm. effect versus just trying to square peg round hole, right. jacker right. at left back against Brighton. Um, and I think that now we're seeing it in the goalkeeping situation as well. For a lot of Arsenal fans, that last nugget is make sure that you've got cover in midfield. God forbid something happens to Thomas Partey for the rest of the season, an attacking winger. But you're seeing it right. formulate uh, much more in the image of Mikel Arteta, right. uh, which is what a, a lot of the fans have been waiting waiting for. All right, just a few more minutes here with Mike from You Are My Arsenal talking about Matt Turner. I don't know if these mean anything, but I've got this for you um, from Footy Stats. Uh-huh. In the 21 season, he had a 73 save percentage, 102 save, saves from 139 shots, 1.17 conceded every 90. Um, but um, Aaron Ramsdale, I think over 41 games here, if I'm reading this correctly, had a 70% save percentage. That's 90 saves from 129 shots. Um, now, make of that what you wish. I'm just giving everyone a little bit more data. We have a lot of listeners who love a little bit of data. And, of course, Ramsdale is the main man. He's the one with the most experience. He's been there, done it. He's had the highs, had the lows. But Arteta has also said that, you know, there's ruthlessness. You just don't get to be picked. And Matt Turner said himself in an interview that Arteta said if he has to make a switch in the Europa League to win a game and he doesn't think he's right, he's going for it. Right. And I think that's a very important component here. There's no more enabling at the Arsenal. Um, you're either playing well or or not. So let's talk. Let's let me put this up for you real quick. Boy says our coaching, recruitment, and youth development have taken turns being terrible over the years. Are we seeing one instant in time where all three of these spokes of the club are working well. What do you think about that? I think that's absolutely the right way to look at the club right now. We've, gosh, I mean, we've, you go back and, and, and look, our, our affection for Arsene Wenger is boundless, right? But let's just be honest, the recruiting the last five to six, seven years of his tenure at the club was just awful. It, was, it wasn't building a team. It was it was putting band-aids on there and not even really seeing working to see how they fit. Right. It was trying to find solutions for problems to just keep us in the champions league rather than trying to build a squad, you know, um, recruitment was bad and, and, and no offense to, to Wenger either. I thought the game had started to pass him by at some point and, and our youth development weren't churning out what, um, Jack Wilshire was our last real serious product to come out of our academy. It just felt like none of this was working. And finally, you know, Arteta comes in, Edu comes in, there's a vision. 
There's a vision for what they want to do. And it's a vision aligned to much how KSC runs over here in the United States with its other sports teams. Young, hungry coaches, um, executives in the spot that know the sport, um, building teams, like gut, almost gutting teams and then rebuilding them in the image of the coach, right? And I think it's resulted, I think last year it resulted in KSE getting a Super Bowl and a Stanley mm -hmm. Cup, right? And a lacrosse, and a lacrosse. And a, and a yeah. lacrosse, that's yeah. right. So they, they, their model netted them three titles in one year, right? I'm not saying we're getting the title this year, but we're pretty damn close. And I think Arsenal is benefiting from that. And I think that's just going to be our model going forward. I don't think we're going to see us. We may see rises and falling in one of those three legs of the stool, but um, I don't think we're going to have the, the, that issue where there's an imbalance on any of those for, for anything. And I think Edu's, Edu's approach on scouting has, has helped us. I think Arteta's approach on coaching I love what you said, Sophie, about, you know, nobody's going to be mollycoddled anymore. You know, they're all going to have to fight for their spots. Yeah, we were we were a bunch of enablers for mm -hmm. so long. Uh, right. Quick comment here from Greek Commander. Turner has been as good as any keeper at the World Cup that I've seen today. The U.S. team seemed to be close-knit, and Turner is right in the middle of it. There's no doubt about it. Mike Mooney says, re our Americans. Austin Trustee is killing it on loan, and Matty Turner is the keeper of the tournament so I far. Was, I was... I was surprised Trusty didn't get called into the into the. Into a lot the of people setup. were, Mike, weren't they? Because I think Vickers and Trusty and Turner will be a lockdown. My my vision for Lauren Balligan declares his 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 citizenship to the U.S. Men's National Team. <laughs> Trusty and Vickers in center back, and Turner as the uh, the goalkeeper. And then Jesse March decides that he wants to come. Oh, the and and we, win the, we, we win the World Cup in 26. <laughs> That's my vision for 26. But oh, no, I man. mean, no, I think trustees, trustees, another one. People have, to, I, I just think there's so, it seems like we're getting so much right. And you know what? We're going to get something wrong. And I think, you know, there's a couple players that we have on the squad right now that, that, that we could probably identify on another topic, but, um, I just think we're getting so much right right now. And I think Trusty, I mean, I, I'm a Philadelphia Union guy, so I've known Trusty for a while. Um, and I thought he was good here. And I thought he was a top prospect here. So we, I was um, thinking in uh, next year, which isn't far away, I'd like to do an Austin Trusty um, show with you. Uh, because Let's do it. Okay, awesome. Um, all right, just a few more here from you guys. Thanks to everyone who's tuning in. Hit the like button, kiss it. Um, like it, lick it. As you know, it's uh, the holiday season and Vinny uh, has got his Santa hat on and he's ready. So hit the like <laughs> button, ready to roll. Uh, we got it all here, Mike. We have got it all here. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Right. Um, Demsek, what's, uh, what's Matt's in-game attention to the game like? It, you mean just his his ability to see everything, and I think his, he I think he sees everything quite well, um, I, and I think that comes from the fact that you see that we haven't conceded a lot of shots in, in, on goal, right? Um, a goal, that doesn't happen by by accident. That happens because um, that happens for two reasons: a, the defensive structure is sound, the roles and responsibilities are clearly known, and the and and the 
hurting of the cats, let's say, from the goalkeeper position happens. I think, look, that those are the intangibles you look for when you're assessing a goalkeeper. Do they see the whole game? One of the reasons I, I like Dre over at the Union is if you've ever listened to him, they, they've done a bunch of videos of him mic'd up. He's a coach on the field. He's not just he's, – he's coaching the attacking play. He's, you know, and I think Turner brings a little bit of that as well. So I, I, I think his attention to the game – his intelligence to the game is significant. And I think that's one of the reasons why Europa League, no, no goals from open play and a uh, world cup. I think that's just mm -hmm. part of that, part of that equation. Mike, how many times have we over the last few years uh, seen Arsenal capitulate going a goal down, right? Games now that we kind of come back from, fight from, overcome adversity, Saliba own goal, Gabriel mistake, come back, win those games, respond immediately. The biggest Achilles heel for the Arsenal Football Club with their players were the was the mental impotence. Mm -hmm. Right. And we lacked that both, you know, maybe not as much between the sticks, but definitely our outfield players. They wouldn't be up for a fight in some of the games that we've had to face um, over right. the last couple right. of seasons. And I think that's been... It, it's 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 night and day in just a year the mental mental makeup of this team it is just amazingly and 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 sometimes it takes getting rid of just one or two players and and, yep. and um the mental makeup of this squad is different and i think that's why everybody likes it you know here's the thing um what was the game oh it was the united game we we was we, we lost but you wouldn't know it not from no. our fans. Our fans loved us. Yeah. I, I was so – it was like, wow, this is different. This is completely – you can remember the stoke on the platform. Get out while you can. Those kind of moments through the last 10 years. Now everybody's just I – mean, I'm not everybody. There are still some holdouts out there that are just grumpy about something. But um, I, I just – and that's I – think, I think Turner is emblematic of – where we are as a team right now, finding these nugget players yes. that are just going to grow and grow. And you know what? We are going to have sad days when some of these players finally do depart us. But at, right now they're giving us some of the best moments of the last 10 years. And we're going to soak them up as much as possible. I would put Tommy mm -hmm. Asu in that mix oh, in I terms of yep. uh, just, you know, they've got the right attitude. They've got the right, character mm -hmm. and just love having them around okay i'll fire these off real quick lynn thanks for all your comments you've been making some top shelf ones tonight matt's distribution from his hands is sometimes quicker than playing from the back and also that gives us perspective yes and uh well well said uh, just touched mm -hmm. on that ian says oh i was here for episode one as well top guy that is for you thanks ian right? thank you um runs with cows what our youth development is crap what world is that is it no, I think I think Per Murdersacker has done an amazing job at reestablishing our. The one thing people get hung up in youth setup, a lot around the world, is wins and losses. It's not about wins and losses. I mean, it is really about developing players for the first team or players that you can ultimately wind up and make a profit off of. Okay, so here's a here's a um, a riff off that question. Now, youth development is really important to the club, but let's remember how many makes make it to the. To the squad that's that's the case for mo most sports right so how, how right. many of them actually get a professional contract ajax is probably the only club that can probably look across its its starting 11 and see yes. more academy prospects than recruits from other clubs from transfers yes 
Um, Demsec wants to say thank you, Michael. Fans miss how important that is about being a goalkeeper. I, I say um, this. I say this as the I, I got really into the whole coaching of goalkeepers and defensive goalkeepers because my son is a goalkeeper, and if you've ever been a goalkeeper parent. It is the most excruciating thing in the world because when a goal goes in, nobody blames the 10 other guys that are out on the field. They blame the one guy who could have gotten his hands on it. So, And Roger, that runs with cows. Apologies. Now I'm saying our youth development is so far from the crap. Okay, so we either I read it wrong. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I, I get a lot of, uh, of corrections. Um, let's see what boy says. Uh, we only got Iwobi out of the academy over a decade while we messed around with uh, Andres uh, Yonker. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I, I think ESR and Saka, of course, I, again, a little bit like Arsenal was a club. There's a rebirth going on across the board in many facets. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that we're starting to see a lot of the results of that now. Um, let's see, we got uh, Glavy says, I love these types of shows. To be honest, we don't really understand the improvements of a player. I love that. Thank you so much. And thanks. Uh, it means the world to me because I love doing these kinds of shows. Uh, and, I, and I tell Glavy, go back, go back to watch the preseason games again, then watch the World Cup games, games for U.S. men's national team and tell me you can see a marked difference in Matt Turner. Tammy says, what a great guest. Look forward to your return to talk about trusty. Definitely. And we're gonna, and Mike is gonna be back for the final act of the season, uh, where we're gonna keep our eye on Matt Turner during Europa League FA Cup, hopefully, and of course Rambo 2.0 as well, who's gonna be so important for us being so strong between uh, the sticks in the Premier League, Mike. Here's the last thing I'm gonna say. You talked about the U.S. Men's National Team going deep in this in this World Cup. If they go deep into this World Cup, Matt Turner is a bona fide Golden Glove candidate. He is. He totally is, which is incredible. Incredible. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, one final comment here from Mike. Arteta wants mentality monsters. Mm -hmm. And Jurgen Klopp said that about Liverpool not so long ago. Mm -hmm. And we saw the evolution of Liverpool. I actually did a piece for Sky on men the mentality monsters thing with Liverpool and how that translates to Arsenal and how people and pundits and managers are seeing us differently. And the biggest change, not only in terms of us on the pitch in terms of organization, our mental is on a totally different level. It really, mm -hmm. really is. And I think Zinchenko and Jesus Mike have had a huge amount mm -hmm. to do with that. And Odegaard, right. who doesn't get the credit that he deserves from some of our fan, fan base. Right. But, um, right. uh, you know, who knows? He's probably chilling right now with Harland on the sofa uh, <laughs> watching highlights or something. No, I, two of them something together. like that. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, great stuff. Great show highlighting how important a goalkeeper is and how the position is underrated. What have you not said that you want the squaddies to know, Mike, about Matt Turner? I just just keep your eye on this guy. This is you know, I so again, I, I um um his story is like the perfect story, isn't it? Of perseverance. If you ever doubted your own ability or if you doubt it because you thought people were going to have robots, look at his story. He, he shouldn't be here by all accounts, the way sport, the, the way an elite pro athlete is developed in this world, by all accounts, Matt Turner should not be here. So if you are even, if you even have a dream that there's a, that you want to do something, his story should give you hope for that. Because frankly, I love that story. I want to I want to tell every youth player I work with that story.
because frankly, that's a story worth telling that that really can give hope to a lot of people that to me that, you know, I, I hear too many parents in the youth world that tell their, oh, you'll never, you know, you're not that, you know, don't No, You know what? Let them develop. I mean, nobody thought mm -hmm. Messi was going to be much when he was a kid. Remember? Now look at him. And I, I know Matt Turner's story is different, but I just love Matt. I would just tell you, watch out, watch out for Matt Turner because he's going to be something for us. He's. We're going to have two great goalkeepers. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm certain of it. I love it, and it's so important to talk about that because when you are also, um, when you also have that type of character and that type of mentality, Mike what that can mean for players coming through in the academy, what that could mean for some of the younger players who are finding themselves on the bench until we kind of really build this squad turnkey, what it means for him. He's now just been at a World Cup. He can come back and say, look, three years ago, four years ago, I was playing for the Richmond Kickers, and now I am goalkeeper for Arsenal, and I was a star for my, my country at the World Cup. And, you know, this is the part of, you know, this is the part of the World Cup that I think is important in set, whether you're watching or not, um, is the it's the players are people and they've worked mm -hmm. their entire lives right. to get to this moment. Um, and hopefully they'll have other moments and other opportunities down the line, especially our players. But uh, I think that, you know, his age, 28 years old, he's 27 or 28 years old, um, he's coming into the prime of his profession. Uh, mm -hmm. So very well said on the not giving up part. I think that's a, a really important um, component, especially to life these days where a lot of young people exactly. uh, maybe don't have as many tools uh, in their box to mm -hmm. overcome the adversity and all of that stuff. Mike, you've been brilliant. Absolutely oh, brilliant. Thank you. thank you. Let everyone know what you're up to at the old You Are My Arsenal um, squad central. Uh, what's well, coming up? What have you got doing? Well, right now I've got the crew running the place for a while. Uh, life has been a little hectic outside of you are my arsenal, but my crew is turned at the, we have our own podcast, the Avenal roadcast, and they've been turning out daily um, world cup reports for us. And we're kind of taking the time off, you know, kind of, we're, we're enjoying our own little break and then we'll get back into our writing and tactical breakdowns once the season. Kind of, I think our, our, our plan is to do some really kind of re kick off the season again, the Sunday before uh, Boxing Day, and um, nice. so that's the goal right now. Me personally, I like I told you, I am coaching still. Um, the team that this is the high school team that I just graduated that just graduated for me. Um, nice. We went in deep into our districts, and then I'm working for the first time ever. Like I said earlier, with girls, and I love yeah. it because young girls are so focused on learning soccer and they're so good at it. I love it. So I noticed I didn't do like the, the division that you're at Olympic level, but AYSO, when I track, when I was managed coach of a girls team versus a boys team, they're definitely more sponges because I feel like they, at that point when I was coaching too, just a few years ago here in the States, they didn't quite feel like they belonged on the pitch yet. Whereas boys come in, they oh. want to be messy. They want to be Ronaldo and, here, can I answer? Jazz. Let me answer yeah, this yeah. last question. Ian wants to know. So yeah. my son made my son made um, two starts at the end of the season, um, and he played fantastic. In one game, they went up against the number two team in the division, and if it weren't for him, it would have been a bigger blowout. I was so proud of him. If oh, nice. Literally five minutes into the game, there's a breakaway, a one-on-one -on -one breakaway, and he comes out, makes a great foot save. So I'm really happy. I'm really happy for him. Have it's a off good foot save. That's right. So, <laughs> so 
Excellent. Brilliant stuff, Mike. Well, look, thank you so much. Go check out Mike's stuff at, at You Are My Arsenal. Thank you, Carol, and everyone else who's been very kind with your words. Let your mates know about uh, shows like this. We'll be doing a few more of these during the World Cup, focused on um, a little bit more on our on our players. We're going to have talented gooners coming up, a trip down memory lane, um, and we've got Super Kev back live on Monday for Monday Madness, so you are not going to want to miss that. We're going to have a women's show next week with Demian. Our women have a massive game uh, coming up this weekend, and I saw a pic where Leah... And Raphael were ready to go. So um, I got a little bit there. Yeah. um, So they look like they're fit and ready to go. All right. That's it, kids. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your football this weekend. Enjoy your family. Happy December. The holiday season is here and we are ready to plug the good cheer. Love you. And I'll see you Monday. Until then, at ease. Mind the gap between the train and the platform. Please stand clear of the discussion doors. The next stop is Highbury Squad.